We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. And joining us today is one of those dudes. It's comedian <laughs> and podcaster and good friend of both Beck and I, Anthony Lacazio. Hi, ladies. Hey. Thanks for having Finally, I feel like this is really momentous. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Right. Um, and even though I was passed up for my favourite ever movie, the dudest of all movies, you guys decided to have Lauren Bonner and Conchetta <laughs> Caristo on for The Godfather and I honestly am never going to forget about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, honestly, it's um, it's, it's a slight that I'm not going to forget because I'm a true Italian and I'm going to remember forever. Yeah. Unlike... <laughs> I've actually got a, a little, like, I've got a bombshell to drop on this podcast. Oh Conchetta Caristo is actually not even Italian. <gasps> yeah. Her real name is, um, her real name is Carol Christensen. Oh, my she God. She saw that my people what? were on the up a couple of years ago. She saw that Italians were finally going to get our day in the sun after, I don't know, hundreds of years of being marginalized of in society. Yeah. And she's decided to appropriate our culture. <gasps> yep. And she's faked her name and she's just like. That's huge. Huge. I'm so sorry. So we actually had four non-film bros and four non-Italians. Oh, my God. Reviewing The Godfather. Mamma mia, if I may say. (laughs) Honestly. uh, Case in point. Did did Um, Conchetta bring snacks? She she didn't. Did Conchetta bring sweets? No. Oh, my God. No Italian worth their salt would walk into somebody else's home. I assume you guys live here. We do. Nobody else's home without some kind of snack, some kind of treat. The writing's all on the wall. Yep. Oh, my God. It is right. on the we wall. We were not prepared nope. for this. At the beginning of the podcast, as well. Oh, my God. Yep. Okay, let's not record today because we've got some investigating to do. Okay. Yeah. And let's reconvene we'll come back. tomorrow. We'll come back. I'll see you next week with mm. more snacks. Because you brought snacks. I brought cookies. I did you brought cookies. You brought fucking incredible Really cookies. good cookies. So while we are not doing The Godfather or The Godfather 2 or even The Godfather 3, <laughs> they wouldn't even give me The Godfather 3. <laughs> They wouldn't even give me the shit one. We didn't even do it on a main feed app. We just chucked it over on Patreon. Oh, my God. Look, to be fair, that's where it belongs. <laughs> that's, but, right, that's why. But I would have copped it. But, yes, I've, I've decided, uh, yeah, we, we would go with my other favourite movie. Very Italian movie. It's, yeah, it's very Italian. <laughs> it's but on. before we get into that, Anthony, we have a very important question for you. Mm. What have you watched this week? What do you recommend or anti-recommend to our listeners? Okay. So um, the other thing that I've always been quite obsessed with is uh, comic books. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm one of those people. Uh, and I've always loved X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I've watched all the X-Men films, some of which are terrible, some of which are pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a television show on Disney+. Plus. It's an FX show. It's called Legion. Don't know if you guys know X-Men very well. I don't, Beck. But I'm vaguely. The, mm. the, the titular X-Man, it's Charles Xavier. He's the bald guy in the wheelchair played by Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. He right? was in Multiverse of Madness, wasn't yes. he? Yes, he was. See, I get stuff. Yes, he was. Yes, my girlfriend Zoe couldn't understand why I was like, <gasps> in the middle of the cinema. <laughs> Her and many girlfriends yep, across the world. Definitely. Um, 
Actually, uh, comedian Ryan Sim was in the cinema at the same time mm-hmm. when we were watching it, and I think I heard him do the same thing. So uh, <laughs> some, something's going on there. Interesting. I can't imagine what the connecting point the connecting would tissue be. is. It's <laughs> uh, a mystery. Um, so anyway, uh, this show is uh, it's this kind of spin-off X Men show about his son, who's who's like telepathic, but he has multiple personality disorder. Oh. Um, and Does his I, name start with a lowercase x? No, that's oh. that's really funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, he's he's the X boy. <laughs> no, so he's and and they don't really reference the rest of the X Men. Um, and it's it's kind of like a very uh, it's a very surreal psychedelic kind of show. Oh. And I started watching it years and years ago. And for whatever reason, I stopped watching it after seven episodes. Even though it's the most me show that exists, mm. something must have been happening in my life that just stopped it. And there's three seasons. And it's um it's great. It's got like Aubrey Plaza's in it oh, and um Gene Smart. It's got a great cast. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's got a great cast and it's awesome. And I'm up to like halfway through season three and it's fantastic. Highly recommend Disney Plus. Legion. Legion. Okay. Wait, so it's old? No, I think the final season was released last year. Okay, cool. So it's a cut yeah. It started a few years ago. Recent That's Gene Smart. Rec- yeah. yeah, recent Gene Smart, uh just before hacks. So top oh, form. Dope. She's Love the it. best. Isn't she? She is the best. Um, I always loved her as Frasier's on and on, <laughs> on and again, off again, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my god! I need when you we to first, know. when we first started talking about hacks, when it first came out, I was like, oh, I know her from Frasier. She was Frasier's girlfriend. Yep. Yep. I feel like I'm about to be so left out of this episode. I feel like you guys are just going to vibe the whole time. 100%. We get so in here. There's two types of people in the world, people that grew up watching Frasier and everybody else. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Toast salad. Scrambled yes. eggs, am I right? I was, I was, um, yeah, I, I found myself seeing that by myself in my apartment way too often. Uh, anyway. Um, you also told me I could recommend a book. Yeah, go for it. So I'm reading. Let's intellectualize this. Yeah, guys. Bitch. Uh, I'm reading the Dictionary of Lost Words. It's what? yeah. <laughs> you just said what my face did. So it's um it's a novel by an Australian author. She it's her first novel and it's won all of these awards. It's fantastic. It's about oh, yeah. um the compilation of the dictionary in like the early. 20th century in England mm-hmm. and she's like the f- the character is the f- f- only woman that's working on it and there she realizes that there are all of these words that are women words that are just not included because the dictionary is being compiled by men and the women's suffrage movement is happening at the same time in the UK Whoa. and it's kind of like all combines together and it's I'm like three quarters of the way through it and it makes me cry at the end of every single chapter it's, what it's absolutely incredible oh my god i have goosebumps just yeah. from, the re- from what sounded like a boring nerd book ended up being yeah, a feminist icon book it's amazing it's really good what is it called uh the dictionary, dictionary of lost words of lost words all yeah. right Okay, I'm finally going to learn how to read. I I might read my first book in many years. Yes, it's my first book in many years too, to be honest. Like I'm not, well, no, that's not true, but but it's the first one that I've really enjoyed. Yeah, nice. It's really good. You You can say you read books. That's that's a safe space. All right, thanks, guys. (laughs) How did you find it? Because I never know how to find a good book. Yeah. How did it come to you? I like a library just spend or? a lot of time just going into Dimmick sometimes and having a flick through blurbs and things that look good. And they're, they're often We're like recommended picks. <laughs> I was in Perth and I was doing the festival and I looked around at a couple of books. Don't and read like, in Perth. Don't <laughs> read in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> They'll stone you in what the street. He, what is he doing? <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> Why is that man looking through that strange phone book? What's going on? <laughs> Yeah. I think he's reading a dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, a manual to operate the machinery on the mines? Nice, nice. <laughs> Top soldier no, in WA. I was in Subiaco, actually. It was very, very um, up upscale area. Subiaco, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're saying it how I think it was meant to be said, Subiaco, but we say Subiaco. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's a very fancy sounding name. That's a, were you staying there? I was. Oh, that's a good good place to stay. You got lucky. <laughs> that's a great so. place to stay in Perth. That's why yeah, I was very books. nice. A lot of cafes, a lot of really yeah. nice cafes, which is a prerequisite for me. Mm. Got to have nice cafes. You know what? You'd love Melbourne. Have you tried? I have tried. <laughs> Ever since I came back from Melbourne, if I go to a cafe that doesn't have a cold drip, whether I want one or not, I just oh, leave. Oh, you're a cold <laughs> drip guy. I'm a cold drip guy. He says drinking the servo coffee in front of you. <laughs> Shout are out you to coffee a, time. Are you even Italian? I mean. There's nothing else around. Okay. Um, Rebecca, what have you watched this week? What do you recommend? Okay, this is a shameless self-plug because I realise we haven't done it yet, but I recommend the new season of Spicks and Specs. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> On ABC iView. Um, that any, any particular reason? Um, I just really, you know, I love music yeah. and Adam Hills just d- tickles my funny bone he's so a, much. He's a very funny guy. <laughs> Um, the guests, some, the guests have been some, shit recently. Yeah, the guests, they've been the, for the first episode. The guests were amazing <laughs> because you were one of them. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. And it was such it a good episode. Turned out great. It I turned was out so fucking good. So nervous. They've done a couple of reboots of Spicks and Specs, and mm. I was very nervous because mm. some of them are a little bit rough around the edges. Mm. But maybe I'm being biased. But this one, I was like, this is. Oh yeah, and you were also a writer on this season as well. Yeah, so watch the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. I'm in. I'm in there. Yeah, and if you see a good joke, message me. Beck Childhood touch. Yeah, and be like, was that you? And I'll be like, no, that was someone way (laughs) better than me. (laughs) I want to watch it and try and guess which one. So your jokes. Yeah, are. that's fine. I reckon fun. that could be a fun game. Oh, you'd be watching for a long time. I think I got <laughs> <laughs> two jokes in an episode, if that, and I don't know if they've been edited out or not. That's part of the course, though, because there's a lot of writers on a writing staff, a lot of jokes getting through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? If you guess it, I'll give you $5. There you that's go. That's my incentive to watch the show. Excellent. I don't have $5. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'll we'll give you scrounge a, some up. A thumbs up. Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, watch, everyone, watch Spicks and Specs, ABC iView. And if you're in another country, I don't know how you're meant to watch it. You can get a VPN and watch it. it out. Anyway, <laughs> Alexia, what have yes. you watched this week? I have a twofold recommendation, but I'll rush through it. Um, so first off, I watched the documentary called The Rescue about the Thai cave boys. Oh. It is incredible. Like, the Thai cave boys. Yeah, the, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> There's there's like several words that describe the situation and when you put them together, it sounds wrong. I get get it. But like having Thai and boys Boys. in the same sentence just gives me the kind of the wrong, I don't know. It sounds like uh, an X Factor dance like group that hasn't figured out their name yet. Welcome the Thai Thai Cave Boys. Boys. They flip it onto the stage. Simon Cowell's already writing notes. He's like, they're, the they're name change. Absolutely like, brilliant. Silver, like, ambulance. And blankets. Blankets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wetsuits. Anyway. Um, 
It's really good. Can't recommend it enough. It's stressful as fuck, but we all know that there was a happy ending, so that's the only thing that gets you through it. But it's yeah. incredible what they went through. I had no idea what they went through to get those boys. So, And then secondly, my other recommendation of something I've watched recently is an old favourite of mine, but it turns out that my boyfriend Luke had never seen this movie and I do cinema <laughs> the fuck out of him with Old School. Have you guys seen Old School? Absolutely. I don't think I have. That's okay because you're a girl. Like, it looks a boy and he hasn't seen old school. Oh, it was the first time I ever saw Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's, I was saying Other that to Luke. Yeah. I was saying that to Luke because I think it is his first thing of I'm now Will Ferrell movie star, right. not Will Ferrell SNL yes. cast member. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so I got to do cinema someone and it was amazing and he loved it. Yeah. And I was right. So Great result. Very validating. Ooh, so we're verbing, we're, we're verbing it. I got to it's do this. Okay, okay, yeah. great. Nice. Mm. I'm going to use this colloquially. Good. I'm going to use this just with my friends. Please do. Oh, Take it yeah. to the wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out. Okay, but shall we now speak yes. about the movie that has brought us here today? <laughs> so you teased it earlier, Anthony, but please tell the listeners what movie you have asked us to watch this week? It is the uh, Monty Python production from 1988, A Fish Called Wanda. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your history with this film? Why have you brought it for us today? So uh, I watched it when I was 10 and my, yeah, my parents showed it to me and I think it was probably the most mature film that I'd seen at the time in terms of the language that was used and the themes. Oh, totally, for a 10-year-old, yeah. yeah very um, sexy. And yeah, a lot, a lot of sexiness, a lot of f words, mm. a lot of, lot of very kind of mature themes, and it was the first time that I really understood comedy movies. Okay, I had seen plenty of funny movies that I loved before. I was, I loved Austin Powers. I loved um, the second Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> All the classics. All the classics. Comedies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the really diverse range. I loved Wayne's World. Um, <laughs> But this was the first time that I kind of really appreciated that there were jokes in movies. You know, okay. like I understood, oh, this is where, because at that point, you know, I'd watched Seinfeld and Frasier uh, exclusively where <laughs> the laugh track tells you, the nine-year-old child, this is the funny thing. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. There's no laugh track in, in, in the films, so you kind of had to work it out yourself. That is but, funny. Yeah. Um, and so I'm totally influenced by... This movie. So this was like a huge moment in your like comedy journey in your 100%, life. Hundred percent, super wow. formative. I'm a ten year old walking around in year five of the playground like asshole. <laughs> so many amazing quotes mm -hmm. and characters. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, it was just like I I bought the DVD. I went to JB Hi-Fi immediately and bought wow. the DVD, and I just would religiously watch it every couple of years and I would just find more things and I hadn't I watched it on the weekend to to do a refresher mm -hmm. for this because I'm professional and yeah. I had I don't think I'd seen it in 10 years. Oh wow. wow. And how much of it was immediately remembered, recognized? Oh all of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah, I could I could God, probably I do that. Yeah. I could probably movies. do the whole dialogue right now, but I'm not going to. Okay, but, great. Uh, <laughs> but I did I did feel different watching it. That mm. may have been because my girlfriend Zoe was watching it with me the whole time going, this is shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about that. So your girlfriend Zoe, lovely woman. That's just going to say girl. And girl. Like, she's, she's a woman. She has been. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lovely person. Mm -hmm. um, so she was not a fan of this film while you were watching it. What Absolutely was her not. main take, that it was dumb or? Nothing about this is funny. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beck, what did you know about A Fish Called Wanda before we watched it? Well, because I had seen this a very long time ago. Oh. I remember this is one of the few movies my dad showed me and he was like this. This has got huge dad showing someone movie energy. Yeah, he's like this. This is comedy. And I remember watching as a kid being like, I don't think I know what comedy is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. This poor man with a stutter is just being bullied by these people. There's a fish fucking dying. Being eaten. Okay. Like, it was like, this There's is no evidence rude. that those fish died. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see the receipts on that. <laughs> So I was very interested. I was like, well, surely as an adult, I've been a comedian now for eight years. I I think I know how to spot a joke. Let's get this funny bone warmed up. So I was very nervous going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I <laughs> apparently nothing has changed. Apparently <laughs> I'm one of those dum-dums that needs a laugh track to know what the comedy is. <laughs> Similar to Zoe, I was just like, what? I've... I feel dumb. I feel like just blank in the brain of like, I'm not picking. It's just like, you know, when TVs used to have no signal and it was just like the yep. white. Static. The, that's yeah. what's going on in my brain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this was a little, a little bit difficult for me to watch. What was your circumstances around watching it? At what at what time of day did you watch this? I one? watched this at reasonable uh, hours. So I watched half of it uh, in the afternoon mm-hmm. when I had time, and then I watched the other half last night at okay. about like okay. nine thirty p.m. Okay, um, with my arms folded on the couch, <laughs> being like, "I just want to watch Dave." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what about you? My I <laughs> my parents loved it, and my dad loved it. I'm surprised he never did show me this movie, mm. but I'd never seen it before at all. I I am historically a big Monty Python, John Cleese fan, so I've always wanted to see this movie. So when you said when you suggested it, I was really excited for it. Um, that's about it, though. I didn't know what it was about. No idea whatsoever it's that there was a fish in it. Mm. Shall we jump in? All right, let's get into it. Okay. Otto is a man of many talents. Hey, great fish. Oh, a little squeeze of lemon, some tartar sauce. Ken Walker is a man of few words. You tell him from me. George is the man with the plan. Thirteen millions, my friends. And Wanda. Do you speak Italian? Is the woman they love. They all set out to commit the perfect crime. To 20 million. To a job well done. But it turned into something. George moved the loot? Less than perfect. Disappointed! So they turned to a lawyer named Archie Leash. Leach. George is going to tell him what the diamonds are. With Wanda as the bait. I want you to make love with me. Ha. Nothing, nothing. He's really hooked. I thought you weren't jealous. I'm not. I don't believe in jealousy. It's for the weak. Come a girl as bright as you could have a brother who's so. Don't call me stupid. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. Are you totally deranged? You're afraid so, old chap. A tale of murder, lust, greed, revenge and seafood. A diamond advocate is attempting to steal a collection of diamond. Z. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> My plurals are not friends with me today. Yet troubles arise when he realizes that he is not the only one after the diamonds. That sucks. They said the word diamonds three times yeah. in one sentence. Who wrote this? Mm. No. So, Anthony, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, in your own words, how would you describe A Fish Called Wonder? It's a, it's a sexy mystery mm-hmm. slash comedy <laughs> slash 
heist 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 yeah, yeah mm. there is there is a bit Huge of a heist, heist in it too um, vibes yeah but i think the most unique thing about it is it's a blend of british and american humor in a way that as far as i know was unprecedented at the time sure and for all intents and purposes, it should have been a total train wreck. Mm-hmm. Some people think it was a total <laughs> train wreck. Um, but I think the strength of how amazing the main four cast members are mm. makes it work. Mm-hmm. It, it is it is really well written. John Cleese wrote it. And it's got so many elements of what everybody loves about Monty Python. But then they've brought in two of the most American actors at the time, mm. uh, Kevin Klein and Jamie Lee Curtis. And they've given them the floor to kind of be the big characters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the lawyer who's played by John Cleese is very reserved and, and he's he's funny in that way. And then there's Michael Palin's character who has the stutter, who is that is that ableist to do it? Yeah. I think it would be considered that now. I yes. think so, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, you know, 1988, I yeah, mean, that's whatever. basically the beginning of time. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know it. Yeah. So, yeah. And the other thing that I didn't say this to Zoe as we were watching it, and I'm not going to, like, say this to Beck now. You can say it but to me. I'm strong. I'm going to just say – I'm just going to put it out into the ether. I'm going to just, like – put <laughs> like, I think you have to appreciate that it is an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of mm-hmm. take it with the context that this is so unprecedented for comedy. For, like, there was there – was, airplane and and movies where it's like this is the premise this is the comedy bang 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 Mm -hmm. there's so many different kinds of humor in it and yeah i i just think it's it's great it's super well acted kevin klein won an academy award for his what he won from this i mean supporting this this movie (laughs) this uh, amazing of course of this movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think no. I think the performances were great. Don't get me wrong. I love every single person that's in this movie. I'm I'm just gonna have a lot of questions. I think throughout it's okay. gonna be yeah, yeah. So you're right. It's basically I I really saw it as a heist movie. It gave me such heist movie vibes, especially when they start like bringing in the people and they've all got their own special talents and their own jobs mm-hmm. and roles. So I loved this movie. I loved it. So much. It's definitely one of my favorite movies we've done for this podcast. Ah, whoa. Ah, I general. feel like a bitch now. <laughs> we're all, that's the promise. We're all allowed to like different things. I mean, sure, I'm going to ask you to leave soon. So that's fair enough. I can just hang out. talk about the movie and <laughs> Frasier and all of the not Beck Charlotte things. As you've had to sit through so many Marvel movies now, so I that's think true. it is that's only – fair <laughs> that I have to that's sit there one and be like, Ugh. Thank you. That's really nice. Um, yeah. So I fucking love this movie. I watched it this morning. I was, was risky, you know, when a, watching a, a morning movie is not, you know, last time we did that was last week for the gray man. And it was a terrible that's movie and a, a terrible movie. I don't think I've ever seen a movie in the morning I, in my whole before life. Before this podcast, I hadn't either. Yeah. Um, I, you will never watch a morning movie unless you start a movie podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Unless it's homework. Yeah. So I watched it this morning, which was very risky, and because I, I was looking forward to watching it, I knew that I was taking that risk. But even despite that risk, I fucking love this movie. I was cackling all the way through it. Luke was, like, ducking in and out. He even sat down and I, like, quickly explained what the scene was and then he was laughing. And it was just – it's everything that I wanted it to be. Like, after all these years of hearing about it and being a Monty Python fan, mm-hmm. loving John Cleese, it's – better than I expected it to be. Surely Michael Palin's character, who is 
yes, he has a stutter, lest we forget, but he's also like the animal lover. And yes. sure, surely when he keeps accidentally killing the dogs, <laughs> you're laughing. Come on. It was, yeah, it was. Th- there was definitely scenes that were funny. <laughs> there was parts that I was like, oh, yeah. But because I felt so left out up until then. Interesting, yeah. I was just kind of like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, re- I'm reliving my watching of the movie with Zoe on the weekend. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I was so scared because she hated it so much that I thought, Oh, both both Beck and Alex are going to hate this movie, and I'm just going to have to just defend it for the whole time, or just agree. I'd be like, "Yeah, guys, yeah. it was shit. I, I liked it when I was a kid. It sucks. That's right. I, I I hate the podcast." You know what I think it was for me, and this is a reflection I think of absolutely just me and not the movie, is that I. It was like also realizing my ableism and going through it because he had a stutter and everyone was treating him like shit. Mm. I was like, oh no, guys, stop it. Cut it out. That's like literally so mean. He has a stutter. And then I'm like, well, like he is an intelligent person and that's the joke is they're all overlooking him. Yeah, yeah. But my fucking ableist guilt brain was like, guys, stop it. Stop. He does win in the end, though. Yes. He gets the last laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I think, my favourite comedy bits in this film was how he accidentally keeps killing the dogs and not the old lady. And, like, normally any kind of violence, even if it's for fun, any kind of violence against dogs normally I'm like, oh, yuck, like what a, just a hacky, that's not funny. But this was so funny. Yeah. Every time. Because they don't show the dogs dying. I mean, they show show at the one. Yeah, the squished (laughs) one. They just show him at the funeral heartbroken. (laughs) He goes to every funeral for every every single dog. And then when he finally kills the old lady, he's like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) It's so good. Um, I like that um, Kevin, like Kevin Klein and Jamie Lee Curtis were not comedic actors going into this. They were funny. They were they were Hollywood stars, but neither of them had really done too much comedy. And I, I Kevin Klein's character in it is my is one of my favorite characters in anything. He, well, I, I was, yeah, I'll say, I was so attracted to him in this film. Right, he was actually gorgeous. Right, though. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> was it true? Wait, he played the brother lover. The, yeah, the brother lover. <laughs> the brother lover. <laughs> he was gorgeous, like yeah. so sexy. And something, something has always given me Cameron James vibes about. Okay. Kevin Klein's character in that film. I got huge Cameron James vibes today. And so I, did I. The thing yeah. is, I'd said to Luke, I am so attracted to Kevin Klein in this movie. And then five seconds later, I was like, he reminds me of Cameron. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need to separate <laughs> <Yeah>. these two. <laughs> Do <laughs> I? I? Cameron Luke. James is ugly and we don't like him. <laughs> Do we want to establish that on the podcast. My boyfriend a complex about actually, Cameron James. <laughs> I've actually said it to Cam as well. I was like, have yeah? you seen A Fish Called Wanda? You've always reminded me of Kevin Klein's character. And he was like, mm. <laughs> 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 You can say if he's had that book. Before? No, oh, no, he hadn't. Wow, Let's yeah. call him right now and tell him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he's great, and I saw um I saw everything everywhere all at once recently. Oh, I, I haven't seen it yet, oh, but we've been told by so many people. Yeah. To our listeners, we are going to watch we it are, eventually. There yeah. is absolutely no chance that you will not like this movie. <gasps> it's okay. like it's perfect. Awesome. And oh, well, I don't know if I spoiled it. It's not a spoiler. Um, it, it happens immediately, but Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Oh, and she, I have heard that. She plays like um, a IRS agent. She's like oh. a tax and she's like stealing, like she's not stealing, but she's going to take away the family's business because they're not paying their taxes. 
characters properly and they've done her like Jamie Lee Curtis even at 75 or whatever she is looks yeah. amazing <sighs> but they've made they've, they've made her look terrible oh. they've made her look like a scary IRS agent Great. and she's so good in it and every time I see her in anything I'm like wonder wonder yeah because yeah. <laughs> she was a you're right, a fucking fox in this film. Yeah. My God. She Did was she- great. She was my favourite. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, actually. She was Just, very funny. Yeah, I never seen, like, yeah, as you said, funny Jamie Lee Curtis before. Mm. And she was fucking, except for Freaky Friday, of obviously. Amazing. Um, the Amazing. classic coming. <laughs> but, and also her, like, fashion in this was so cool yeah. as well. And, I mean, she got her kid off. But I think in the 80s she did in most movies because mm. her figure, like, it'd be rude not to see that. Oh, in a film. unbelievable. Well, that iconic scene with her and John Travolta in a movie that I don't know where they're, Isn't like, it... eye-fucking during aerobics class. Oh. oh I don't know s- that. Okay. I know the one where she strips for Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the one that I'm thinking of, yeah, and her <gasps> hair's super big, slick. Yeah, she's a big strip dance in the shadows. Yeah, and it's his wife, but he doesn't know it because they're in the dark. I don't know what movie oh. it is, but I know that that's what happens in um, whatever movie that is. True something. True basic instinct. No. 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 We just true. watched that off <laughs> fucking but movie. We, we did think that most movies were basic instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basic I instinct. honestly think that too. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I just, yeah, they all are. You know what's amazing about this podcast is that you, the listener right now, some of you are screaming into your radio or furiously yep. getting into our DMs being like, it's this movie. It's so, true romance. Yeah. What's wrong with you? True romance? P- possibly. Possibly. That's- true lies. True lie. True lie. No, it is true lies. What's You're true right. romance? It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, God. And also a Quentin Tarantino-themed bar in Newtown that they swear is not Quentin Tarantino-themed, but then why is his face everywhere on the walls and why did you call it true romance? Ew. Anyway, Fair enough. That's a Fair enough. <laughs> personal go. gripe I have. <laughs> yeah, you know. um, I did do a little bit of extra research into this film. <gasps> yes. Having prepared nice. for both of you to hate it. <laughs> Snacks like, and yeah, research? Guys, guys, God, you are welcome you, back. You've waited too time. long to have me. This is what happens. <laughs> you know what? Let's delete the Godfather episode. We're going again. <laughs> that's right, Carol. <laughs> Sorry, Carol. Sorry, Carol. Carol. Um, so first thing is that um, he's not a, he's not the patsy, but he's like the ringleader who gets screwed around. Yes. Yes. Uh, George Thomason is the character's name mm. in the film. The actor's name is Tom Georgeson. That's right, Charles Beckwood. That's right. That's, <laughs> That's he he walked so you could run. Yeah, with your George Instagram Thomason, name. so That's, I could Charles Beckwood. That's right. That's right. That that I, I knew that I knew that from um from years ago. I remember watching the credits and being like, ah, oh, look at that. That's funny. I'm gonna tell all of my friends at school who have not seen this movie this piece of information <laughs> that they not care about. Um, that's so, what school was for, was yeah. for pieces of information that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, that's right. These guys are like, have you seen the Amanda show? I'm like, forget about the Amanda show. Have yes. you seen A Fish Called Wanda? And they're like, <laughs> no. But what about the credits? Because there is a guy's name and they switch it around. And they switch it around. Little Five wink, stars. wink. Um, the other thing that I found out two days ago is that somebody died laughing at this movie in the cinema. What? What? Yep. For real, like actually. For real, it. actually no. had a had a cardiac arrhythmia while laughing <gasps> in the cinema and died a Danish man. Oh, we never heard of this. Well, the reason why you haven't heard of it is because uh, this was in the article that I read. Um, John Cleese thought about using it as publicity for the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But then he decided that it would be in poor taste. <laughs> yeah. 
Which, which I, I, I've heard that John Cleese is a bit of a psychopath. Mm, I've heard that. Mm. This surprises me mm. that that he didn't use it as yeah, as true. Yeah. I I think he's become a bit more psychopathy in later years. Mm. I know that on Twitter he's a bit of a menace, and everyone's just like, "John, you're an old man. Just put the phone you gotta down. Stop, yeah. buddy. You got to stop gotta having stop. public thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Just sit over there in the corner with J.K. Rowling and just yes. just be just people that were once successful together over there. It's fine. You like that? Yep. Because yep. I mm. loved John Cleese and I loved him in this movie. Like you said, he's n- like I was saying to Luke, like I've never seen him in not an authority figure character. Like even in all of the Monty Python sketches, he was always the one. The straight was, guy. Yeah, the straight guy or the authority mm. figure, the one who's, yeah, don't do that. But he, mm-hmm. in this, instead it was completely flipped. He was a bumbling idiot and like for want of a better word, like a beta guy, like very much. And I've just never seen him like that. And I loved he was even Amazing like that. He's a totally endearing character, I think. Because like, from endearing. the start, they set him up that he's in a loveless marriage and yeah. that he's really good mm-hmm. at what he does, but no one really appreciates him. And he's just like, there's that contrast in that scene where they have Wanda and Otto make, making love. It. And then he's like <laughs> clipping his toenails as he sits on his single bed next yeah. to his wife's single <laughs> the bed. Single beds, yeah. that killed me. They're just so British. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was great. I loved that switching between the sexy and then like because Kevin Klein's character keeps like smelling his own <laughs> armpits to like get him horny, <laughs> and he's like smelling her boot and stuff. And <laughs> switches to John Cleese taking his sock off and whiffing it, and he's like, "Ugh." Um, the, mo- the movie scene. is Italian in a certain sense as well That's- because she gets turned on because he speaks Italian, and he's just like. I don't know. I don't know if you guys would, would know this, but he's just reading. He's just reciting menu items. I could tell he's not saying as soon anything as I heard in Italian. Him say he's just gorgonzola. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. This doesn't feel fluent. Yep. It's just so, as an Italian. How do you feel about the portrayal of Italians in this movie? I don't think he's supposed to be Italian. Okay. Right. Um, even though he says my name is Otto, it means eight, which it does. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like we said, Kevin Klein, super sexy, and that's how we want to be remembered in the mm. world with the. If 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 nothing else, then Kevin Klein's doing it for you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Klein. And this is I, I I did read that he won an Oscar for this, and it's the only time he's ever even been yep. nominated for an Oscar, yep. and he won it, and it was for, like I guess no one saw Life as a House. I guess no one in this room saw Life as a House. Watch watch it, you will cry. And he's got terminal cancer, and he builds a house for his family. It's so it's another comedy. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good, very good. And he, uh, he also has a stutter. Um, no, okay. <laughs> I was like, count me out. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, can't stand it. Yeah, so he won an Oscar for this, and I found that so surprising because they also were nominated for best screen original screenplay. The director was nominated as well, and it's kind of unusual for comedies to have a leg in the race of the Oscars at all, right? And then that year, they apparently just like swept the floor. I think it With was a silly, really silly comedy. It is a silly, silly comedy, but I think the plot is was kind of mind bending at the time mm-hmm. because they have the all of the double crosses and all of the people mm. with the contrasting agendas. True, true. Um, but also one thing that I noticed was uh, so at the end he um, wandered like double crosses him in the in the court, and she's like, "Oh, I was wondering where he was going with that sawed off shotgun." Yeah. And <laughs> and John Cleese is like, "Darling." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to Tom to. Charles Beckwood in the movie was like, you fucking bitch. And she like climbs over the the thing and like chases her around the court and yes. then they like, clear the court. And then he's obviously going to be guilty because he's been made. 
anybody that's ever seen an episode of Law and Order SVU knows mistrial straight away. Yeah. Like, what do you mean he's guilty? It's immediately yeah. a mistrial. What do you mean he's jumped over the fence? It's over. Like, if anything, that's helping him. We try again tomorrow. Exactly. We'll go again. New lawyer, new new, new wonder, whatever. It's yeah. fine. But in this movie, they're like, oh, no, no, that's that's done. Like, this kangaroo court, obviously, yeah. you're going down. And I'm thinking, like, in 1988, is that how the populace thought the law system Probably, works. Because Probably. law and order didn't exist yet. That's right. There was That's no way right. to educate the public. There's no true crime. There's no any, like, even the crime dramas hadn't true. hit yet. All there, there was was the bill, and I've kind of... <laughs> The bill. the bill. That wasn't even to the early 2000s. Oh, wasn't it the 90s? Oh, wait, no, it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. God, I remember mum would be like, I don't bother me. The bill's the on. The bill's Because <laughs> I recently, for Christmas last year, bought my mum a box set of the bill. <gasps> and there's like thousands of them because there's so many seasons. Yeah. I don't and know it was what so the fun. bill is. <gasps> okay. The bill was... <laughs> Ask your mum. She okay. will know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a very <laughs> grey-looking, uh, low-budget kind of but police very long-running drama. police yeah. drama. Yeah, Australian, British, okay. British, British. Oh, British? Mm. I'm so sorry. You think of Blue Healers? <laughs> I am thinking of Blue Healers. Yeah. Blue Healers With John, is good. What's his name? Yeah. Similar vibe. Very yeah, similar yeah, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Okay, so the stuttering thing. So I did mm. read a little bit about that. It, yes. it is very much considered ableist, and apparently it was at the time as well. Like really? there was a lot of backlash. So I was right. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> there was a lot of backlash about it. And then I read that but uh, Michael Palin's father actually had a severe stutter in real life. Oh, so it's fine. So he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind of emulating him. So there was a lot of things oh, like okay. when – I didn't notice this, but apparently when he's talking to the fish, he never stutters. Uh, and then when he talks to other people, he does. And that was something that his father and apparently happens a lot with stammering. When you talk to animals, you don't stammer, but you talk to people, Also, there, there's actually a connection between him being an animal lover yeah, and the stutter. Oh, I like that. He loves those fish so much. Um, and then apparently Sir Michael Palin founded the London Centre for Stammering Children after a group of stutterers confronted him regarding the sensitivity with which he dealt with the handicap. So then he started a foundation for stuttering children. Okay. So here's my question. Obviously, they make fun of him a lot and that's like part of the humour mm. is derived from that and that's obviously not cool. Mm-hmm. But to what degree can you show a person with a handicap in a film because you'd kind of have to cast somebody that doesn't have the handicap to play them, mm. right? Mm. That's the question. It's right? not. It's not a. It's not the the trans person debate because it's like they just physically can't play the role. Yeah, mm. yeah. What's okay? I don't know. Cause yeah, I've I don't know if I've entered into a discussion with someone about this or I was adjacent to one, but I just remember being like, I don't know enough about this mm. subject to have an opinion, mm. <laughs> which is very boring for a podcast. But okay. um, yeah, I don't. I've like I've read there's so many like Twitter threads and stuff mm-hmm. around this topic. But yeah, I don't know what the consensus is. Because I I remember getting defiant about it over the weekend because I'm like they're going to hate the stuttering thing. And I kind of hate the stuttering thing, but I'm also mm. like, but what would you, what could you do as mm. an alternative? If this is, if this is the character thread. As in Michael, a different character trait. Michael Palin has obviously based this character it. on his dad. Yeah. Mm. Right. And so they want to chuck it in there as a comedic foil. Mm. Um, there's so much more to the character of Ken than his stutter. Mm. Obviously 
uh, the other characters who are scoundrels and criminals are going to be assholes to him about yeah. it. Yeah. So what would work narrative wise? Like how would you how would you what write would you re- it differently? As in, what mm. would you replace the stutter with? Yeah. What mm. ca- kind of character trait? Yeah. And also as well, taking because like he's a character with a disability, then like taking him out of the film for that, mm. or like taking that out of the film, then yeah, yeah, it's just like. Is that ableist? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and, but I, I was thinking, like, I, it didn't bother me as much as I probably would have if you told me there's a stuttering character mm. in it and it's played mm. for comedy. I would be like, ugh, yeah, yuck, not looking forward to that. But it didn't bother me as much. I think because we were never made to laugh at him. For like, I just I don't think he was played for us to laugh at him. I think he was played for them to laugh at him and treat him poorly, and then he kind of wins in the end. Do you mm. know what? I think that's a really good point because yeah. at, at no point are we like, oh, he can't. He's not. Ooh, he's not he saying can't. that. Yeah. yeah. It's always we, we do what what you described, which is feel mm. sorry for him because he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> just really likes his fish and accidentally kills a bunch of dogs. Yeah, I think if he didn't like win in the end. Mm. That would have been yeah. a problem, but to but show then, that he's like, then yeah. he wins in the end and yeah. he loses his stutter, which I think is also ableist. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. So we're back to fuck this movie, guys. Yeah, fuck this true. movie. Fuck John Cleese. <laughs> fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, of course. Am I allowed to swear on this? Am I- <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> picked 45 minutes in to ask if I'm allowed to swear on this. Can't be. Nice. That's one of the lady words that they put in the dictionary in the Dictionary of Lost Words. What? Okay, I have to. Double plug, of, double like, plug. Double favorite, plug, guys. That's my favorite word. There is something about knowing that he based it off his dad and he mm. isn't just like someone who. He's not just a comedian yeah. trying to be, make fun of. Yeah, it does feel like it's a character that comes from a place of love mm. and respect. That's like, uh, do you know the comedian Shane Gillis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a lot of jokes about people with Down syndrome. And the first like few times I heard them, I was like, oh, I don't know this on those. But it's because he has a lot of family members and he does like a lot of work oh, with them. Okay. So he's like, and they're all from a place of love. Love. And it's and not punching my, my own down. experience. With yeah. Them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's how I kind of, I mean, I didn't know that his father had a stutter until after the mm. movie. But during it, yeah, it didn't make me uncomfortable like I probably would have thought it would have mm. kind of thing. Uh, did you notice that um, Stephen Fry has a cameo? Yes! Baby Stephen Fry! He's so young in so that. Young, but so also tall. So tall, but he also looks exactly like Stephen Fry. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, even though he's so young, you're like, oh, my God. It's Split the- second of other Stephen Fry. That's one thing that this current, this last watch illuminated oh, for me. I never didn't, knew that. Of course. Also, like, he, he was he a thing in 1988? He must have been a thing in 1988. No, I, I, I he no couldn't have just been a random extra, and I mean, then he went on to become Stephen Fry. <laughs> I remember I saw Stephen Fry live with my friend comedian Sammy Shah, who we need to get on this fucking we podcast. Really do. And I remember he told a story of meeting Princess Diana. Apologies for talking about future guests in front yeah, of you. Sorry, that was really rude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he's not Italian. So. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not yet. <laughs> Who knows in this fucking honestly, economy? Honestly. <laughs> but he told a story about meeting Princess Diana, and I think it is one of the best told stories I've ever seen. What? By someone who's like not a comic, and it was so fucking funny. I'll remember it till the day I die. Okay, so. fucking sick. Shout out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Sammy. Speaking again of Kevin Klein, my new boyfriend, I don't know if you guys noticed, he has the exact same voice as Steve Martin. 
Oh. Okay. Oh shit. Oh my god. Why did you I'm so sorry. No, Close you're, your eyes. No, you're it's Steve right. Talking. You're right. It's crazy because they're like from the same era and stuff oh. as well. He's just a collage of other people. He really is. Oh. <laughs> He's not his own man at all. You've done this to me, Alex J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not gonna have to wait another ten years before <laughs> watching it again. <laughs> yeah. After Steve Martin has very sadly passed away in a, in a terrible uh, <laughs> oh, murder no. in the building. Uh, yep. Nice. Uh, well and done. and I'm gonna have to revisit this at that point <laughs> speaking of steve martin i recently saw a film called father of the bride yes. i don't know if you guys have seen it oh, i haven't many, seen it many moons ago okay um so we had just me, me and me and the aforementioned zoe had just watched only murders in the building which mm-hmm. the right. season one which was great really oh, yeah. enjoyed it um and zoe didn't even know who steve martin was so i'm Ooh. like okay well we're gonna pick a movie to watch now that has steve martin in it that i haven't seen oh, so we're on father so of the bride like, obviously dirty rotten scoundrels but that's fine yeah <laughs> yep. dirty rotten scoundrels i have on dvd as well another great one so we... i think we might have had the same dad to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what we should, we should talk about this later um so we watched we put on father of the bride which is on disney plus and it's actually, I, I did my typical millennial due diligence and looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes and <laughs> it was acceptable. It was uh, okay. over 70%. Oh. So that's that's okay. Um, it should not be over 70%. It should not be over 13%. Wow, wow dude, this, the, is, this is a polarizing. Oh, it yeah, is the well worst done. fucking movie I've man. ever seen in my life. Wow. I, turn, I turned it off halfway. This is a movie really? that- this, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Steve, okay, so this is a movie. I want you to watch it, Beck. Yes. And you will love A Fish Called Wander after this. <laughs> because there's no, like, there's no jokes. There's no, right. like, you know, when, you know, like, there's, it's all tension. It's uh, all, but it's a, oh, it's no, a stupid like movie. That. But it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a comedy. It's a stupid movie. But the comedy is just But all there's in no them. punchlines. It's all just tension. And you're like, Hate it. And looks what's, and like, oh my god, what's he doing? That's what's going to happen here? Like yeah. basic '90s dialogue and just nothing happening. Whoa. And I'm just sustaining this film for half of its duration until we get to the middle, where they introduce Martin Short's character, mm-hmm. who does like, I don't know what the character is supposed to be. I don't know what the accent is supposed to be, but oh. it's it's somewhere in the middle of like three different kinds of accent. Like he uh-huh. he does a very overtly kind of homosexual accent but he's also a little bit dutch D- i was then, gonna say like so- finnish or something yeah like that. and then there's it's very martin short and yeah but it's somehow offensive to everyone <laughs> oh my god it's so i couldn't watch it anymore after <laughs> this, including australians yeah honestly i just like couldn't handle it so watch it maybe we'll up. get you back for father of the oh, bride no, no, <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch it i can't bring it to my it is fun talking about a movie you don't like though that's yeah, always fun yeah. <laughs> unless there's two people in the room that love, love it, it and then you just feel really guilty because you care for both of them respect them <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, you mentioned something earlier when talking about why you weren't into it and i think it's a really good point of feeling left out yeah. in this film i feel that uh, like so much in these know, movies that we watch. It's all hitting me with the number of, like, fucking superhero Marvel movies, and I'm like, gosh, she's been through no. so fucking much. That's fine. <laughs> but that I think with comedies especially, like, I've seen so many where I just feel left out, like, that I'm just, I'm not on on board with it this wasn't made for me i can so i can see how that would happen with this movie mm. definitely like i think i came into it with the nostalgia and like emo- emotional attachment to monty python and john cleese so i just really wanted it to work so anything that happened that i thought was comedy like at the beginning i was like i'm in i'm in this is it okay yeah. this is it but if you're not yeah i can see how you would feel left out yeah not if you went on board straight away yeah because i used to like love 
Well, I still like love John Cleese. I of think course. he's so funny. But I do feel like this is a period in the eighties where he could fart and Hollywood would be like, That's greenlit. Yep. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him in. <laughs> Absolutely. A billion dollars. Some kind of pompous fart. <laughs> do you know, for that exact reason, this this is another potential hot take, but mm. well, not really. It's just a personal thing. But I don't watch comedy movies or TV shows very often at all. Really? I can't, especially since becoming com- – maybe since exactly since becoming a comic. Because yeah, yeah. I just, like, <laughs> I watch it and I just picture – writers rooms full of like people that i know okay. going oh we're so funny what about this song? That's like, clever. fuck you yeah, okay. shut up you're not funny and i'm like <laughs> let i'm just gonna watch really serious gritty dramas you're i can't right. i can't do it i think that's why i love 30 rock because it's like a writer's room within a writer's room within a writer's like it's so many layers that you're it's like so you guys self- are- self-referential yeah yeah yeah, yeah. also mm. no laugh track Yep. Exactly. Always True. helps. Don't <laughs> I tell think me. so too, definitely. Can I just mention my favourite comedy moment in this film? Yeah. Please. <laughs> and then I, I will mention will 17 with- more <laughs> afterwards. Stay with me for the rest of my life. That close-up shot of John Cleese eating the necklace really slowly. Oh, my, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It stays on him for too long. Do you know what? That's the bit that broke Zoe. Oh, that's the it? bit that made her go, okay, that's pretty good. Because really? it does stay on him for so long <laughs> and he's eating it for so long and it's going into his mouth. He's yeah. just his hands. Oh, that got a titter out of me, I will admit. That I was will really admit. good. That <laughs> one- like that shot with him on the back of the motorbike and it's very Monty Python-esque because yeah. he's yep. so tall and he's like sitting up straight. And he's still wearing his uh, robes. From he's got the, the lawyer's robes the on. Yeah, amazing. Um yeah. I love I love when Otto is torturing Ken to try and get the information out of him, and he's shoving the chips up his nose, and he puts the pear in his mouth. It's just That's so silly. so vile. That made me so stressed. Uh, the pear in the mouth made me stressed. Oh my! I could just like feel the sauce in my nose, and <laughs> I think that's whenever they did something mean to Otto, I just felt it like to the the sorry Michael Palin Michael yeah. Palin's character. I just. Felt felt it in my whole body and mm. uh, again I was just like stop it yeah, you're a, you're an empath yeah I didn't want to say it, um <laughs> but yeah I am let's put and, it let's put it in your Instagram bio now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh is there any other moments you wanted to give a quick uh, special shout out to I just I like anything that Kevin Klein's involved in <laughs> like how there's the I picked up so many more things this time but I mm. the moment where he instinctively sees that Ken might be catching on, like they're not actually brothers. They're not actually brother and sister. What's going on here? Yeah. Immediately, he springs into action. Goes, oh, I'm going to seduce him now. Yeah, like I'm going to. That was an interesting choice. Very quickly, like you didn't, you didn't know I was gay. Okay, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. You need you. time, that's and he's just you. like, yeah. I yeah, loved right. it. I wrote down what his lie that he he's t- telling him like he's like you're smart. You've got wonderful bones, great really eyes, and you dress really interestingly. <laughs> <laughs> it's him trying to seduce him. <laughs> that, that killed me. Oh, my God. Uh, I, ha- I have a question, though. Why is the fish called Wanda? As a genuine question that I have. Yeah, I did wonder that, too. Because her are name we, is Wanda. Are we supposed to think that Ken was in love with Wanda yeah. the whole mm. time? Is that... Possi- possibly. You you know from from every Monty Python thing, and you, and you know from just the detail that that those guys would put into writing it. There's plenty of subtext that, mm. you know, we we will only think about afterwards. I think that's one of them and okay. it could very well be. The other thing that I was always wondering is that, like, Otto, Kevin Klein's character, is repeatedly shown to be a dumbass mm. and even though he thinks he's really smart yeah. and he's got the whole don't call me stupid thing 
And but when it comes to crunch time, he is the most switched on character. Mm. Like as soon as he picks up that um Ken knows exactly where the loot is at the end, he goes into he goes into action mode yep. and he ties him up and he's like what he's saying to him is incredibly psychotic and just almost terrifying mm. if you don't appreciate the context of the film. But oh mm. fuck me, sorry guys. <laughs> it's okay. There's Cameron James being like, I know what you fucking said. <laughs> uh, this on Do Not Disturb. That's odd. Uh, anyway, it was actually Zoe calling me like, talking about that sh- fucking <laughs> shit movie. <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, like I was wondering the whole time, like, is he actually a genius masquerading as an idiot and masquerading as a genius? Interesting. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. mm. I agree. Like you said, it is because John Cleese wrote this. I think you can definitely assume that there is subtext and it's very clever mm-hmm. and there's because this is like the only movie he's written like oh, solo. There was a sequel. Wow. There was a sequel. That's right, Beck. What is More it? More like homework. A, an axolotl called Otto. <laughs> like what? That's it. Actually, I think it was. Um, I don't think it was directly a sequel, but it's the same cast in a similar kind of context, and the, the movie's not rated very well at all. Oh, right. Everyone that survived watching it. No one died. It's oh okay, okay. Well, how do you come back from someone dying from laughter you watching your movie? You can't. Amazing. I just okay. Something that's because the fish called like I don't know why the fish is called Wanda, mm. and I'm also like, why was the movie called a fish called? Wanda, mm, mm. because Wanda dies and we don't mourn her lot. The fish, Wanda. The fish, yes. We don't mourn her loss for barely a moment. Yeah, and it's not like, to me, it wasn't portrayed like Ken has an especially special relationship with this one specific fish. Like he, mm. Otto eats all the fish. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I thought he would spare Wanda and mm. he didn't in that really. He almost me. did. He almost did. He wanted to. You could mm. see it in his face. He wanted to. And then okay. he's like her. And, like sticking out of his mouth, and, and also she was such a pretty fish. She was such a pretty <laughs> fish. I think it's called a fish called Wanda because they're all trying to catch Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, right. Yeah, she's kind of the main, she's the main the, one. Yeah, like they're all. But they're all ba- basically they're all orbiting around her. Oh yeah, mm. actually, yeah. She's got a thing with all of them That's right. except she, Ken. Yeah. But maybe well, Ken's she does kiss like, Ken. She does Ken. She says to him, "You know, if it wasn't for George." Okay, mm-hmm. so we're all trying to catch her. Yeah. Trying to reel her in. She's a fish. She's a, she's a fishy. Beck. Yes. How would you fix this movie? How would you <laughs> How would you airbrush it to make it however you like? It's 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 your it's your palette. Go this for is it. the. I don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. I think that this is a movie that it just is not for me. Yeah. Okay. I think that yeah, it's just I. It's weird because I love Monty Python. Mm. I love Monty Python movies. I think they're so funny. But this one, I think, yeah, just something about the tone just didn't gel with me. Yeah. Um, and so I, don't, I wouldn't change any of it at all. It did make me very worried. I'm like, is this what it's going to be like showing my children stepbrothers? <laughs> I think it will be. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it will be like. Of just watching their blank faces where it's like, you don't touch my drum kit. And I'm like, eh? Because, eh? yeah. <laughs> but the Pretty t- good. <laughs> by the time our generation has kids, that, like, the comedy will have evolved to such a point where that's, to us, stepbrothers and old school and stuff are, like, new and exciting. And, like, oh, my God, it's the first time I've ever seen that. But then by that stage, they would have been like, I've seen that trope a million times. Yeah. And then we're going to be the people like, but this is the one that started the trope. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it came from. Well, I have a question for you both. Yes. Is there anything you didn't like about this movie? To be honest, no. There, for me, there wasn't um, any, like, 
low points, nothing dragged for me. Every time I had to get up and like refill my coffee cup, I paused it instead of wow. just like, oh, listen, don't worry. Yeah, I I mean, I have only watched it this morning, so I haven't had a lot of time to reflect. Maybe after a while I might be like, oh, this, 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 and this. But yeah, maybe the stutter thing. Mm. Find something different to do the thing that you wanted the stutter to do without it being ableist, but otherwise, mm. I can't think of anything. What okay. about you? Uh, all three we've already touched on. It's the starter thing for sure. Um, the fact that we don't really know what the connection is between the fish and and oh, yeah. her. Like, wh- like, why is it called a fish called Wanda? Mm. Why? Like, what's what's the connection there? And the inconsistencies with the the mistrial and all that kind of stuff. Just <laughs> not, what are you doing, guys? What are you doing? A little bit of research. This really took me out of it. Yeah, yeah. true crime <laughs> totally. has ruined us. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got some oh, wrap up. Oh. Sorry, I have one more oh, yeah, sorry, fact. Please. Okay, as comedians, mm. so uh, and speaking of true crime, because my mum's a true crime author. Of course. Did you know John Cleese's daughter did the most brave thing and scary thing of all time? She is a stand-up comedian. Mm. Isn't that the most terrifying oh, yeah. fucking no thing? I thought you were going to say she's a true crime author as well. Oh, like, oh my god. <laughs> But, like, yeah. your dad is John Cleese and you're going to be a stand-up comedian. In like- America, too. She's, like, an American stand-up comedian. Yeah. Oh, also, his daughter plays his daughter in this movie. You know, oh, Portia? Really? Oh, Shut up, Portia. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's so good. Um, that can, is can, we, can we just, Cleese's I can't remember the name daughter. of the actress, but John Cleese's wife. She's perfect. She She's great. perfect. Incredible. Absolutely perfect. I was going to, yeah, earlier when you mentioned that, like, they set it up very much that he's in a loveless marriage and all this stuff. That didn't even bother me. Normally that does, speaking of, um, like, fatal attraction yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, he's unhappy, so it's okay that he cheats because his mm. wife's boring, even though he's just <laughs> as boring as she is. But it didn't bother me because it was it was – dealt with so lightly and, and it was very much wasn't trying to be the drama element of a comedy movie. She was just as unhappy as he is. And it was just light enough that I was like, oh, it's just funny. I don't hate him for it. Yeah. For the cheating. And it also wasn't so much a loveless marriage as she hated him. Yeah, she hated him. He kept trying to express <laughs> things and she's like, this is the first moment I've had to myself all day. Yeah, but she wasn't kind of, I didn't see her being portrayed as a bitch or no. anything. Like she was her own character as Definitely. well. And, I, and she wasn't just a nag or a ball and chain. Like she had her own funny moments, like with telling Portia to shut up all the time. And I think they went out of their way to make her as British as possible as well. Like yeah. her, her last line, she's like, you can stick this marriage in your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, cool. Well, I can hear some rumblings out there. Yeah. So we've got some wrap-up questions so for you. Let's rumble, yeah. Did this movie make you horny? <laughs> uh, not this time. Okay. okay. But as a 10-year-old, it's a very sexy movie. 10, 12, 14, 16, 18-year-old, absolutely. Very sexy movie. Absolutely, yep. Beck? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is gorgeous in this. She was stunning and also... What's his name? The Kevin guy I want to ask. Kevin Klein was also very pretty in mm, this. Yeah. Even when he was doing the karate in the mirror, I was <laughs> like, I shouldn't like this, but I do. It's funny. <laughs> what about you? I agree completely with you. Yeah. Mm. I think, and I can so see how as a kid, this that's probably why I didn't watch it with my parents because they were just like, this is a bit too sexy. <laughs> yeah. My parents did a lot of things where we, they showed me something and then halfway through, they must have gone, oh, we've Whoops. fucked up this time here, <laughs> but we're not going to pull out now because he'll know that we made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing the sex scene in this 
was like, uh, I. That's the one that was spliced with the with John Cleese. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that would have seeing that as a kid would have just opened my brain up so more because you you usually only see sex yeah. mish doggy style. Sure, yeah. This was adding a whole legs were over next to the ears. Yeah, also, <laughs> also, and this this is this is one thing that I am remembering now as a repressed memory, but. When he does the orgasm face, you know, you yeah, yeah, remember yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm ten, and I'm like, Dad, oh my god, what's happening? What yeah, is he, and what's he, wrong ha- with he him? had to tell me. <gasps> well, that's what they call an O face, son. <laughs> yeah, son, you're gonna disappoint a lot of women that's with right. that face that's one right, day. Man. That's right. <laughs> well, I want to practice it in the mirror. A woman is gonna realize how much she truly loves you in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> would you recommend this movie on a date? On a date? As yeah. In like, like yeah, if, if one you... of our listeners was like, I'm on a date and my partner wants to watch Fish or Wonder, is this a good one? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Too risky. Too risky. Too, it's, 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 risky. it's been fit with the, the, the web of people that I've been discussing this movie with in the last week. It's a 50-50 strike rate. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Zoe and us and yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah. Too yeah. risky. Um. I think if you if like it's something you guys both have seen and liked and you're sure. doing like a rewatch, yeah, absolutely. Um, as a first, yeah, nah, not I as agree. A first. It's risky. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Ratings. Okay. How, How many chips up the nose? Many chips, <laughs> up, <laughs> chips up the nose, or also uh, no fish were harmed in the making of this film. They all made out of jelly. Just oh, that's also jabs. in the credits. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's where I read it. Um, (laughs) So how many chips out of five, we'll start with you, Beck, do you give this movie? I look. I think that I wasn't even on the same plane Mm. as this. I'm going to give it two and a half sweet potato wedges. Okay. Very generous. I'm coming from another planet. Some sour cream, sweet chili sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe the sour cream is just, you know, to, to help lube and it will minimize the salt in the nose yeah, just make it a bit more gentle guys okay sorry yeah um, <laughs> what about you i give it four five i give it five Whoa. wow because especially with the question of what would i change i can't oh yeah four and a half because of the stutter yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah. what about nice. you yeah I'm, I'm four and a half too mm-hmm. curly fries though it's comedy whoa it's comedy. Wow. Oh, they're really getting up there yep. taking up the whole schnoz yeah you went yeah. to hogs breath I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to hogs breath recently and it's so expensive that doesn't still exist really? yeah in uh, in port macquarie it does. <laughs> oh right 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 sure right. does <laughs> oh, regionally okay that's right that's right <laughs> have you seen oh my god there's a um somewhere I'll put this on the socials. There's a hog's breath cafe somewhere that had to address like their like hogster mascot with doing really inappropriate things in the restaurant. <gasps> it's I will post it on social media. It is so fucking funny. Hell yeah. Um anyway, so <laughs> um well thank you so much. That's it for us today, Anthony Lacazio. Thanks Please, for having me. Where can people find you? What uh, would you like to plug? Just in Insta's the, the way to go, even though I've been mm. told Insta's a thing for our generation only. Like Gen Gen Z hate it is what I've been told recently. So, I agree with your recent TikTok on a platform that is not meant for millennials. Apparently, thank you. Stop, stop creating this divide with different platforms. Yes. generate it's so it's stupid. That's right. Stop yucking my yum. Yeah. I like it. So anyway, Instagram Anthony <laughs> at Anthony dot and you know t- TikTok if you if you. That's your thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, respect. It's Anthony Lakash on that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all. Podcast. 
Uh, more, both of my podcasts have been temporarily put into a coma, so okay. I'm going to say no. All right. But, mm. Cool. Yeah. But if people wanted to go listen to old episodes. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the Hack Pack podcast and the Kevin Lasagna Appreciation podcast if you like <laughs> soccer and not a lot else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. thank you so much for joining us. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for cookies, oh, our yeah, first Italian time. guest. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I would like to say oh, yes. Alex and Anthony, Akumite to you both. And Akumite to you and yours. Akumite to to everyone in the world. Oh, that's really yeah, nice. That's right. No one's ever said it to everyone. That's right, before. everyone. Wow.